There was nothing romantic about it in the Mills and Boone sense of the word, though Byron might not have found the cosmic energy of his lust alien to the romantic imagination, nor would elderly white males who still remember Ava Gardner. He waited, though, after his first sight of her, not for seven centuries, nor for seven years, but seven minutes, until the shop was empty. Then he swung through the chiming door and stood in front of the low glass-topped counter and looked across at her. His thumbs were hooked in the wide belt of his tight jeans. His biceps stretched the short sleeves of his green sweatshirt. Outside, the late April sunshine danced through the moats above his skip and made an aureole round his bronze head, silvered the sweat, glanced off his shining skin, glittered in his single earring. He flexed his pectorals and said, Twenty embassy, and please, woman, would you fuck with me? Since this precisely fitted the fantasy she had been working on ever since she clapped eyes on his torso through the shop window above the video poster for Basic Instinct just six minutes earlier, a fantasy that had caused her to give change for a placido when the customer had tendered her a fiver, she was not surprised or frightened. Indeed, the fact that he had said, would you, and with me, and please, though that probably related to the cigarettes, added tenderness to passion. She smiled, those teeth, those full plum-coloured lips, and sighed that large, heavy, but well-shaped bosom, leant across the counter, and, in a gesture that was almost maternal, brushed white plaster dust from his chest, letting her hand discover the hardness of the muscle beneath. That would be nice, man, but where? Woman, he said, and she fancied it was more a growl, the sort of growl a tomcat makes prior to the moment of truth, than any noise Bellafonte ever emitted. Next door we have twenty-eight empty rooms, and some of them still has beds in. The affair was brazen. Ranjit was not popular in the neighbourhood. He gave tick to no one, not to Afros finding themselves out of bread of both sorts on a Sunday morning, nor to old Cockney ladies who claimed they had been mugged on his very doorstep. When the children of BBC radio producers came for adult videos, he sent them back and made their parents collect the videos in person. Moreover, there was no Sikh community in the area. Ranjit had picked the shop from an evening standard advertisement and had not minded moving the five miles or so from Tower Hamlets. So no one in the near neighbourhood was going to tell him his wife was having it away with an Afro stud ten years her junior. She found plenty of excuses to get out while the teenagers and school leavers minded the shop. Down the cash and carry for something he had forgotten. An open afternoon at the primary school aromatherapy and reflexology classes, and the Asian Women for Peace Association were already on her list for calls in the few hours he allowed her to be out each afternoon. Once clear of the shop, she had only to duck down a service entry and into the tiny alley that ran behind the terrace to where Lenny would be waiting for her at one of the three gates alone. The old biddies told her, Go on, ducks. Get it while you can. They won't look at you in ten years' time. We won't tell. 
and I think I'll have a packet of the Belgian meat paste while I'm at it. My goodness, he can't really want 87p for a sliver like that, can he? And she sold the Afro kiddies ciggies, but still whacked them over the ear hole if they tried to steal, which they respected her for. And when Ben, from opposite, wrapped a copy of Penthouse inside his independent, just as his wife came in to remind him to get some green lentils, she didn't let on at all. She charged him, though, of course. And in return for these little favours, everyone kept quiet about her. Lenny's mates really were mates. Even the foreman was only twenty-five and had not yet turned class traitor. When the contractor came round at an inopportune moment, he always said that Lenny was the reliable one, the one he sent out for a kilo of nails or a five-litre can of paint stripper if they'd run short, when actually he was bonking Amiri.